transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. It has commenced. Can you believe it? Another beautiful episode of Black Arnold's. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> it's more. It's more of like a uh, like a slightly beautiful like episode with like half of your face is beautiful, but the other half is like scarred and covered with a mask. Phantom, Phantom of them all. Eric's revenge. Probably, you know, there's been. You probably couldn't even count how many fucking adaptations of Phantom of the Opera there are. But, <laughs> but this is easily the best. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck, this uh, is so good. Fuck source material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely took it in a few. They took some liberties with the story a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Yeah, for real, though. Oh my god, dude, dude, dude! But this is such a good find, man. Did you know that this uh, this movie was shot at the same mall that Chopping Mall was filmed at? Oh my god! I was when I was watching this. I've watched it like three times now. Like it's, That's it's amazing. so fucking. I'm like addicted to this movie. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but like holy shit, dude! Like that. I was watching it the last one of the last times, and I was like, this room, like. This and Chopping Mall, man, like that's a doubleheader I want to see. But that's well, so fucking crazy. Especially the scene. There's like a chase scene. Uh, there's like a scene where where Peter's in an, in, a, in one of the elevators, and I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that elevator looks so familiar. Right. Um, yeah, it's the same mall. But yeah, Phantom of the Mall, man. It's it, it uh, it's way better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Um, there's cheesy moments, but there's some good kills. Some great effects and uh just some of the names attached um you know derek rydall who plays eric recently he hasn't done much but recently we, we did popcorn and he's in that oh um, shit that's fucking right yeah because he looked super familiar and i was like hmm uh so uh the guy that plays uh the mall owner harv jonathan uh goldsmith is his name he is most well known for the dosakis most interesting man in the world oh holy shit (laughs) he's super young with no facial hair in this movie and yeah holy fuck dude that is incredible in itself we also have rob estes who plays peter who uh was in a bunch of random shit but i feel like uh he's most well known for a show in the 90s called silk stalkings that was about like these two detectives that like uh deal with like sex crimes and the only reason Ooh. i know about the show is because you uh, back in the day uh on sunday night heat wwf sunday night heat it would get plugged they'd have like <laughs> coming up next today silk stockings detective so-and-so would investigate a sex ring you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh we also have uh tom F- uh, fridley plays a small role of justin he's in friday the 13th part six oh, shit, yeah. uh and then ken foray's in it uh, yeah boy no introduction who dude. else is in it dude i mean 
It's just alone though. That's it. You also have Morgan Fairchild. She's the yeah. mayor in the movie. I was like, I was like, <laughs> like rubbing well, my eyes. I was like, is that Morgan Fairchild? And, you know, she's one of those people where I super duper recognize her face, but I can't like necessarily name something she's been in. That uh, no, I'm the same way. Like I definitely recognize her person. You know what I mean? But like naming something the only thing i can name that she's been in is phantom of the mall eric's revenge <laughs> apparently she was uh on that on that show uh dallas oh uh, okay but i don't know that was i didn't watch that show so yeah no no yeah, I want, that that's right pass by me I, I forgot about her that's right thank you but yeah. uh then we also have you know i feel like this was like when was this in his career you know but Polly shore it was his in, first horror movie that's what I, I mean i had to i was like this had to have been his first like you know what else it's easily and i'm saying this as someone who actually enjoyed a majority of Polly shore's work but this movie is he's easily the least annoying that he's ever been in any movie ever yeah it's wild it's like he's so tame in this movie yeah. in comparison to some of his other like characters yeah there's like the one scene where he like shows his ass or whatever oh, yeah. but, besides, but besides that yeah he's not like you know just super fucking in your face like down your throat type shit so it was interesting to see yeah but yeah, I don't know. Like, you should look up his filmography really quick because I'm not sure. Like, because uh, obviously it was like the nine. Like, this is, had to have been one of his first roles because it was like the the early to mid '90s when he was, you know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it, son-in-law like, and. Uh, so yeah, it, it just it just it had a shockingly stacked cast, is what I'm what I'm realizing here. Like, yeah, that, sh that shit is fucking wild. You know, like Ken Foray is like somebody you immediately recognize when he's in a role. Oh, uh, but the Dosa Keese motherfucker, that guy—that's such a surprise to me. Like, I'm I'm just getting such a kick out of that. I I did not recognize him at all. You know, uh, no. But as I soon mean, as you click on like a, a like a, like a link to like you know like like on on Wiki or whatever, as soon as you click that link, it just shows the fucking most interesting man in the world. You. It's just so crazy. It's wild. Yeah, Polly Shore, man. Like, I agree with you where it's like, I've gotten enjoyment out of so much of his work. I got to. Oh, yeah. But his career is like kind of interesting. Because, um, you know, there's been other uh, actors in comedy that have, like, I don't know how to put it, but it was just like, you know, they he just had this, like, real it was like one of the quickest like uh uh burn bright and fade away type stories where yeah he just had this like string of hits where he was like super big he was everywhere he was all over mtv yada 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 and then just like basically disappeared um yeah Encino man will forever be my favorite uh holly short movie yeah i mean encino man's fucking great like it's it's kind of hard to top that. I mean, obviously, Biodome's like a really fun one, but Encino Man takes the cake because it oh, just yeah. has such a fucking funny pro like plot. No, it's like I, as far as I can tell, his he did a bunch of TV. Okay. okay. Uh, leading up to a couple of like random rom com movies. All in '89 though. '89 was when he started making movies. He started getting into movies. It seems like. 
and that is where Phantom of the Mall uh, is set. So that's fucking. That's kind of funny. This is one of his first movies in general. Huh. Yeah. Who would have fucking known? But okay. So this movie takes us on a quite quite the ride. It's I, I'm that's always a sucker for for movies set in a mall. Like oh absolutely. I realized it's, after watching this, like it's just such a great setting because it's like when you're a kid, when you're younger, that's like you like that's something you'd like dream about is like being locked in the mall and getting to like you know just hang out and go in all the stores when no one's around and you know play in the arcade and dick around you know yeah but, exactly uh, it's just a great setting yeah and it's oh man yeah it's just i i always think about this when i watch a really good mall movie like you know what like i would waste a time travel trip for sure on going back to like peak mall culture and just experiencing that fair mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what a fucking, like, I don't know. It seemed, it, they always make malls look so fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I just, I just wish, you know, because we obviously, to the listeners, you know, we grew up in Wenatchee when it was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And our mall there, like, is a, it was a joke. It was just a one level. However, when I first moved to Wenatchee, they did have a really awesome arcade. Um, yep. Aladdin's I mean, Castle was in that thing. Did was, is that it what you're talking ama- about? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. But I wish that, you know, we could have grew up, you know, maybe in like California mall culture, you know what I mean? Where it was like a lifestyle, you know? Yeah, yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> uh, but damn, man. You know, I'll take I'll take this over, you know, if I if this is all I got. Yeah. You know, so this movie like it really opens up and you're like you're already <laughs> You're already creeping and crawling in the mall, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right away. And it's kind of like this really funny scene in a lot of ways because it's like, you know, this this shadowy figure like creeping in through the vents and he gets into like a department store or whatever. It's like a sporting goods store. Yeah, a sporting goods store. He finds like a leather jacket at one point and like takes it and puts it on like you know but when then like when this it's like the security guard moment the first kill of the, mo- of the movie which is like really fast into the movie if you think about it yeah what what else does the because you don't see the guy but what else does he grab besides a jacket what else does he grab i don't know what else does he, cr- grab? he grabs a fucking crossbow oh my god that's right the- <laughs> <laughs> and some arrows and you're like oh shit that's right i was watching this like the second time and i was like i was like i was trying to remember why he had a bow later in the movie Oh, yeah it doesn't come into play for a while but yeah it's a, bold, it's a bold choice yeah dude for real oh my god yeah so he's just like it's so it's just this guy just pilfering around the mall at, late at night you know he also uh, take he also takes like just the head of a mannequin and you're kind of like like curious as to why you know yeah. but continue yeah exactly it's like what's he doing there um but then you know like, like i was saying there's this like oh like quick uh interaction with uh with a security guard in in the store and like it's just so funny how like he just immediately you know freezes and just like stands there you know <laughs> trying like, to be like a mannequin trying to be a mannequin the guy just keeps getting closer and he's just like i don't like you're not a mannequin man 
<laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, who are you fucking fooling, kid? But uh, it's such a quick, it's such a quick, like, like death in, uh, you know, right in the into the movie. But like, you know, because the, the the mystery shadow guy shanks the motherfucker, and then drags his body away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and uh, for anyone watching. It's kind of a weird random opening because it, it really has no bearing to do with the rest of the movie. Um, and the, the kills get way better from here. Oh, for sure. So, but yeah, then it just jumps into like, uh, uh, you know, that the uh, opening credits with uh, seems to be like a flame effect in the background. Yeah. And uh, the, here's the thing. Okay, so um, they pretty much... Uh, there is no mystique to this movie by the title. Okay. So, you know, no. like the, you, you, you already can guess by the title that whoever this mysterious figure that just killed this person is, is Eric. So like, there's like just no mystique to it. That's, that's one of the only flaws that I can say about this movie. No, I, I 100% agree. It was a, it was kind of, I mean, as funny of a choice as it is to name the movie, you know, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Like it's like I keep scratching my head. Like, why didn't they just do Phantom of the Mall? Well, the Mall, yeah. You know, like it, it makes hundred so percent because then it would have led, yeah. Because you just, yeah. And then also, <laughs> to be honest, the one of the one of the strange things is because of that like premise that they push in the movie. You know, the plot they push in the movie. Like, it's like it almost feels like you're plopped into like the second part of a two movies to at sometimes. And so the, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be, uh, be, be, because I sort of, anyway, so it's just kind of like, a, it is an interesting, weird, like film in that, but I do think all of that plays into like, you know, why it's now like a fucking fun movie to watch, you know? Good point. Um, but yeah, so after all, after all the, the flames fade away, uh, we get to like we you know back at the back to the mall in the daytime where they're having like kind of like a quasi opening ceremony mm-hmm. you know and this is where you see the midwood mall yeah yeah the midwood mall yeah we uh we we don't learn his name quite yet uh yeah. but this is the mall owner uh his name is harv posner um and yeah he's kind of just talking about you know, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, it's just a grand opening of them all. Um, and, uh, we also, you know, very quickly, we, there's like interspersed, we get introduced to, uh, one of the main characters, Melody, who, uh, seems to have just, just earned a job as a, at a restaurant. Um, we also meet, uh, her friend Daisy, who just got a job uh, at like a like as a salesperson at a clothing store. Yeah, um, you know they celebrate and hug, uh, and then we also um, get introduced to the mayor, um, <laughs> who comes up and has a speech about you know the upcoming this upcoming Fourth of July uh, ceremony that apparently is going to be happening yeah exactly uh and so you kind of like you really do get like set up with like a handful of characters pretty quick there Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. because like yeah like there's you know 
it's just kind of an interesting like quick run through of people i I feel like um but then you kind of like end up meeting uh, a couple other characters polly shore's character and at the yeah i guess well because real quick after the mayor uh uh talks about the fourth of july ceremony uh you get a pov shot of and you know it's eric okay eric's the one coming to the vents we get a POV shot of him in the vent oh, yeah, system. Kind of lurking. He slips into a sewer manhole and uh, circles July Fourth on the calendar. Um, and he also uh, 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 takes the mannequin head and kind of busts a piece off to make uh, Phantom of the Opera. You know, it looks like uh, the Phantom of the Opera mask. Um, and then we get introduced to Buzz, who. Uh, seems to be working at a, a like a Froyo type establishment. Uh, yeah, years before Froyo was an establishment. Yeah, that's why I kept thinking. I was like frozen yogurt. I don't know if that's a thing right now. Um, yeah, it is kind of like it's kind of funny. It's like the villain assembly. Well, not necessarily the villain, I guess, but uh, you know, like they, his character kind of like assembling his costume really quick, basically with the mask, you know, so you get, you really get hammered home. The, uh, the phantom of the opera. Oh yeah. You know, vibe. Yeah, as, as if it wasn't, you know, clear. And, yeah, absolutely. But that motherfucker's running around them vents like Shockma, dude. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Uh, 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 oh man what a visual amazing he really is though there's even there's even scenes where he's like crouched down like crawling like skimpering through yeah dude he is like fucking shockma it's so good dude so good i needed that oh my god uh so yeah so you end up like we were just saying you end up getting introduced to buzz which is uh which is played by Polly shore yeah and uh he's you know he immediately is you know tries to like kind of like you know flirt flirt with the melody and what's her fucking name Susie Susie um you know while getting him some froyo you know he's just a playful dude that's that's it but he also happened to put something in one of the the yogurt yeah. cups. Yeah, but. it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And, uh, you know, you get a scene later where you maybe understand, like, where it came from. But, yeah, she they each order a, 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 a yogurt. And the one that Susie gets has an ear in it. And she thinks that it's, like, a prank. And you're kind of like, that was really random. But, like I said, something happens later where you're... It's like the aha moment. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, as they're in as they're enjoying uh their yogurt, the mayor rolls up. Uh this is where we get introduced to the uh like uh other real like main character of this like friend group. Um uh his name is Peter uh and he um is a photographer and uh we have to mention that like why this while this is going on, Eric is also um seems to have all these different points in the mall like whether it's a vent cover or a grate or whatever but he has all these different like points where he can he's basically just like constantly looking watching melody and seeing what she's doing essentially oh yeah totally like he's 
He's just like, it's like, like in so many scenes throughout this movie, you'll have a scene with Melody interacting with somebody and then it'll be a shot of like Eric, like looking through some vents. So you kind of get the vibe that he's mm-hmm. like, like you just said, he's like pretty much always trying to spy on her while she's at the mall. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, um, like you said, Peter gets introduced here and then eventually Melody splits and... Peter kind of follows up and like this movie all of a sudden takes like a hard dive into plot because like it he's just like hey I recognize you and she's like yeah and he's like I shot you in terms of being a photographer I shot you like the day you were involved in this terrible house fire (laughs) (laughs) and they bring you know they brought you into the hospital or whatever and she's like oh okay good memory (laughs) yeah she did she she talks about like uh seeing a man with a religious symbol in his ear and Eric getting murdered kind of like yeah it's pretty heavy um, yeah it's just so out of like you're just like whoa what the fuck is going on <laughs> like and this is before they even know each other's names because like you know she like she said like you said you they kind of you kind of get some uh plot dumped dumped in our laps uh then they introduce themselves um and then she opens her locker and seems to find uh um, the some orchid? flowers inside the orchids, and we get our first flashback of the movie. Yeah, her and Eric having some smooches while he gives her some flowers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah dude. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, but uh, Susie and Buzz then walk up, and Buzz pulls Peter aside. They kind of split up off and and buzz essentially tells you know uh peter you know that he needs to lay off essentially that um you know she's she's going through a lot right now uh and peter kind of pushes back on that a little bit he's like well she can tell me that (laughs) which is is fair yeah exactly it's like you know but i think both people are doing are doing the right thing in that in that conversation Totally. Buzz is like, yo, just be heads up. Peter's just like, okay, I heard you. <laughs> yeah, then we get a quick interaction between Harv uh, and oh, his yeah. son. Harv and his son, Justin. Uh, Justin's wanting to apparently borrow a car, and Harv flat out tells him, no, you've already wrecked two cars. So we kind of, it kind of seems like, you know, Harv's this, you know, uh, rich businessman with this punk. Uh, um, delinquent son. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If I recall correctly, he's wearing a denim vest and and as well as like perhaps some uh, you know. Oh no, it's not denim. It's like a cutoff. Like and and it's funny because he yells. <laughs> he yells. I'm like. Oh, he has a denim cutoff. <laughs> well, of course, he's got to be badass. Uh, but then he yells like when he gets told no he's like fine i'm gonna take mom's car and like yeah (laughs) what a little shit storms off yeah dude it's ridiculous and then he kind of almost bumps into uh buzz and peter on the escalator as he's like running up it or whatever like a fucking idiot (laughs) but this is where this is where buzz is kind of continuing with you know what he was saying he brings up how uh eric and melody were like the perfect couple um, and how they were just like, uh, you know, so in love. Um, yeah. yeah. 
then you all i mean this is all kind of cut in with like the you know the, there's all this there's more scenes that kind of follow up with eric sort of shortly right after that and there's yeah it's, we it's a pretty cool sequence yeah not only not only do we get our first kind of like glimpse of his disfigured face which looks fantastic yeah uh but what else happens he happens upon like a technician of some sort, like working on <laughs> the like one of the fans, probably for the AC. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking rushes the cat and like grabs him and smushes his face oh. into the fan. So it just gets oh, mutilated. Man. It's fucking gnar. Dude, that'd it's, be, yeah, that'd be a fucked up way to die. Cause even like, you know, like getting your hand like smashed into a fan is painful, but like a bladed fan like that, it would literally probably rip your face off like, like a meat slicer at Arby's. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's fucking great. Uh, and then yes. they, you know the Harv like they show Harv kind of standing, sort of like you know on the mall floor like nearby. And he almost like it's almost like he hears the commotion, you know, going on in, behind the vents. But you know, probably just thinks we, of it. Yeah, but and then we get a really great shot, like of what I like what I'm saying with these effects. They're they're great. We get a we see him, we see Eric like dragging the body away, and then if you pause, dude, the guy's face is just like mulch. <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you're you're uh, there. There's some there's some kills that happen later in the movie, you know, that are very much so justified. But with this kill, it almost seems like it was just a kill that happened out of necessity because the the guy was in his you know domain and he could he could have gotten caught. So um, this guy just seems to be more of like a wrong place at the wrong time sort of uh, situation. Yeah, but meets well, but meets a very grisly death. Yeah, that's the thing. Even wrong place, wrong time. But he's still like, oh, he gives it to him, dude. Yeah, but, and then we we we, we <laughs> and like you said, this movie is just a ride because we go from a fucking amazing kill to just a wild sequence of you know, there's some uh, of course. I, honestly, I wasn't expecting there to be. Uh, any nudity, but it's the 90s. I should have known. You know, there's some 90, but we basically have this sequence where there's girls changing in a dressing room, and one of the fucking security guards is like super perv uh, and oh has installed God, yeah. a video camera in there. And it's just like watching, saying all this really creepy shit, like, oh, yeah, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> like, and these are like fucking. These could be. These could possibly be high school girls that he's watching. Yeah, exactly. It's that he hasn't. Yeah, it's just such a pervy fucking moment. Um, but then he, I mean, but he he gets Harv comes in like while like while this dude's basically doing this and like he tells him to go tells him and the other person in the room. Yeah. A car, uh, his name is never said i don't i don't believe uh but the, the name it's credited as a cardi uh is his name but yeah ken foray uh yeah. whammo there he is uh playing a security guard and yeah uh harv comes in and mentions that uh there's uh 
uh, some weird knocking in the G section ventilation duct um, and asks them to asks them to check it out. So the perv they 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 argue about it and the perv ends up leaving to do it and uh, we get another shot of Eric having been watching this from event and it just so happens that um two of the girls that like i mentioned were melody and Susie uh that were in the dressing room so uh that means that means something man you're on you're on the shit list now like, i mean rightfully fucking so yeah dude well it's so like yeah so the whatever the fucking pervy guy's name is he yeah. ends up like uh you know venturing into the into the vent system basically well first first he has this real creepy another really creepy line where he he uh as he's walking to like oh yeah <laughs> he uh he's walking through the mall and you see you see that eric is is watching him from like a different vantage point but he, he actually ends up c- coming across melody and Susie and, and goes hey girls you want to pull my chain yeah <laughs> Dickhead. If, yeah, but yes, he he ultimately ends up uh, 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 heading into the vents and hearing some of this knocking that Harv was speaking of. Yeah, and uh, so he's like creeping and crawling around, and then you you get this quick shot of uh, you presume it's Eric's hand knocking on the inside of like one of the vents, you know. So he's right. clearly luring. He seems to be like luring the person or just you know doing it on purpose at least Mm -hmm. Uh, and that leads the security guard into like this i don't know like a storage room like a little back storage room somewhere uh and that's where he eventually you know he kind of explores a little bit and that's where he uh eventually will say runs into eric (laughs) <laughs> or Eric runs into him. Because, yeah, he, he just, he's like, he's got a flashlight. It's like a dark room. You just see a bunch of storage boxes. And out of, out of fucking nowhere, uh, a forklift just comes roaring to life and just basically, like, uh, 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 runs into him and blasts him back into a fucking electrical outlet. Um, yeah. You know, he, there's, he's getting electrocuted. Uh, and it's pretty awesome. It gets to the point where... Um, one of his eyes fucking pops out of his face. Uh, it ends up landing in a box for frozen yogurt mix. Yeah. So that's where you're like, hmm, maybe that's where that ear came from. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was another it, awesome. Yeah, dude, it was a cool fucking death sequence, and the eyes popping were fucking great. And just well, yeah, there, there, yeah, it was great. Um, sorry to interrupt. What were you gonna say? Oh no! I was just gonna say it was just fucking there, hilarious watching that one eye fly off too. Absolutely, it was unexpected. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, but I, I, I just uh, there's something about um, um, a horror movie where uh, someone dies that you know. I mean, okay, so it's a little extreme to say that uh, this per this person who installed a video camera to watch uh girls change maybe he didn't deserve to die per se uh, but uh 
He you definitely got good. what was coming to him. Yeah, so and I like those kind of kills where it's like, you know, you don't have any remorse uh, for this person. You're almost cheering for it. Oh, it's yeah, just for great. Because sure. it's like, you know, there's been plenty of movies where there's been like uh, 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 a character picked up and thrown into an electrical uh, box or electrical outlet, but it, the, 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 the forklift just fucking blasting them into it was a nice touch. So yeah dude i mean it was like uh it was almost like an unnecessary over the top death but it was like so f fucking good well and, and i mean that in like it, it seems like a really throwaway character the character was like built for you just to be like yeah fuck this guy <laughs> yeah yeah oh for, for sure and it's but it's also interesting too because you're like well you know um um it's almost like now you're expecting to see what else is going to happen um, if Eric sees uh, someone doing something that he uh, yeah. is either wrong or that he seems is wrong. Or what's he going to do if someone, you know, is disrespectful to Melody or, or you know what I mean? So it's just it's kind of like he's just like the watcher in the wings in a very uh, vengeful way. Uh no, Which that's a, cool. Yeah, that's a good point. It just, that's a, kind of like a really established that precedent where it's like, you know, clearly he doesn't want people like around Melody, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, so then it kind of takes you back up to um, back up with uh, Harv, who, mm -hmm. who's like in his office now. And he's having like a meeting with the mayor uh, played by... Oh my God, we were talking about her, Morgan Fairchild. I almost blanked mm -hmm. on their name uh, again. And he's talking about like expansions to the mall and shit, like you know, and which probably weren't yeah. a bad thing. But uh, yeah, he, he he talks about the mall being a gold mine, and yeah, and uh, he has a moment of creepiness where he puts his hand on on their shoulders and he like kind of like rubs her her arm a little bit. He's like, if you need any guidance and support, and it's pretty well, quickly shaken off. Yeah, she also has this where she talks about uh, him being supported for city council and that she might support him too. So you're almost, uh, it's, it almost seems like, um, like they're like, I don't know how to, like they're in cahoots about yeah, something. Or, or, cahoots. It, it seems like they've got something going on uh, more okay. than just like, uh, Oh, I'm the mayor. And I'm here to unveil this uh, new mall. Like it seems yeah. like they've got something else going on. Um, but yeah, she leaves, and then something else on it. And that's the thing. Okay, so there's a lot of things that happened in this movie that were super unexpected that I didn't see coming, and this is one of them. You know, he, this is fair. Harv, Harv's just sitting there minding his own business, and all of a sudden, the eyeless fucking uh, uh, perv security guard comes falling out of the fucking like vent above. <laughs> right like just comes falling down what the fuck would you do I mean I would have a bigger reaction than Harv seemed to have you know what I right. mean like, like I would have been you know but like that's yeah and that's kind of the funny thing he's just sort of like you know he's just like oh shit <laughs> like literally he just says oh shit oh and shit then... yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah we, and we we kind of follow up with that but yeah like whoa yeah, bro like i didn't you know that's just wild 
uh, I would have like ran, probably ran out of my office, honestly. Been like, I gotta go fucking tell some. I gotta get like somebody else has to be well, witness to this. I, I would have had so many questions, like, how did oh, he get up sure. there to that part of the vet? Like, you know. Well, exactly. Anyway, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we see that Melody and Susie are sort of leaving the mall. Mm. Um, they're talking about Peter. You know how he's cute. He he he. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They ended up going their separate ways. Um, Susie gets in her car and uh, sort of like the flowers later, she gets another present. Uh, but this one's a little more interesting because uh, she opens it up and it turns out it's this purple dress. And a little yeah. earlier in the movie, there was a quick scene where they're shopping and she mentions how she really wants to get this dress, but she needs to save money for college. Yeah, so, she just yeah. started making money, so she needs to save it. Yeah, it's wild that it shows up in there. Also, quick note, uh, she has one of those sweet, you know, 80s, 90s cars with the automatic seatbelt. Those are so cool. Badass. You remember Gil used to have one? Um, hmm. it, I can't remember what the, 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 uh, it was the Aston Mazda, I think. Okay. <laughs> they yeah. used to have one. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's like it is like really strange, you know. It's obviously like, how the fuck did this dress get in here? Well, like, yeah, it's almost you know like, dude, I mean? like it almost seems like Eric's like everywhere all at once. Well, um, and truly, like, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's just you've you've watched him follow her around the entire like daytime. At some point, he like dipped outside to go like put this dress in her car. But how did he? How did he happen to? Just so many. There's no way he could have made it into the store not without being seen. I don't. Anyway, I know there's so many questions. Eric is a mysterious motherfucker. Absolutely. Uh, But you know, so Melody goes to try and start the car, Uh and uh, uh, and it doesn't seem to you know turn over. So she. You know this this whole sequence is just fucking wild, if you ask me. So you, you get this like so she gets out of the car, pops the hood, you know, starts starts to look under the hood, and then boom, out of nowhere, this masked individual comes up and tries to fucking assault her mm-hmm. uh, with with clearly with like sexual intentions, uh, and and she's like, starts struggling. Yeah, she starts struggling against him, and the, you know. Cut into the middle of this, you see this like figure on top of the fucking mall <laughs> crouch down with like in, in like they have the crossbow. The crossbow. <laughs> and so you get another close up of them of the, the two, the masked person and Melody struggling, and then thwop, the dude just gets shot the arm with a goddamn fucking arrow from, yeah, from but across the mall parking lot. He it's amazing. Uh, he, Eric's a very good shot. Uh, Hell of a shot, dude. Um, but you know he could have he could have you know aimed for the heart or blew it through the guy's head. For, I mean, I'm almost surprised that he didn't go for a kill shot, or maybe he I'm, was trying for a kill shot. Listen, because of something that happens later in the movie that we'll get to, I'm really grateful that he didn't. No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, the, the, there's the, a scene later in the movie that I watched like five six times in a row because it was just Dude, so funny it's one of the most outrageous kills out but we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to, yeah, that. The, we'll get to that. The, the the mugger you know obviously falls uh um and you know melody takes a look around 
her surroundings to see like mm-hmm. where the hell could this have come from there's no one around and then the mayor rolls up uh, as the yeah. mugger runs off um yeah the mayor doesn't we, seem like that bad of a person you know she gets melody no. in the car and is like yo i'm gonna get you home and then tomorrow we're gonna have to file a police report you know well yeah that yeah yeah that, yeah that happens here shortly because we 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 first we 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 follow up with peter now um you know he he's going through uh, uh uh some files in a filing cabinet um actually even bo- even before that we follow up with harv now i'm realizing no. wait are you sure yeah it goes from it goes from oh the, my cause, bad cause, yeah, because this yeah. is when harv calls in for he calls in the cooler man i thought of the, i thought a roadhouse for some reason in this scene he calls up this mysterious person on the phone's like i might need your help again or whatever you know, i i may be requiring your services because yeah, yeah we see that the uh, uh uh the dead security guard there's a note uh attached like wrapped around his neck uh, and yeah. the, it's made with like newspaper clippings and it says an eye for an eye and you're like oh, okay yeah which doesn't make any sense and uh oh like actually he, maybe it doesn't it, right it, now, it, it, about it. It, it does because <laughs> of you know his burnt side of his face maybe he can't see out of that eye i don't know yeah um and just and just the principle anyway but yeah. yeah so you're right that scene happens he he makes a mysterious phone call to a uh, character that we'll be meeting soon. Oh, yeah. um, and, and then, then, and, 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 no, and then you're right. You're absolutely right. Melody and the mayor talk um, about the mugger and how he has a limp. Um, the oh, mayor yeah, offers right, to, the limp. The mayor offers to take Melody home, and then we follow up with Peters. So you're right. Yeah. Um, so it's like a really quick, like boom, 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 because all those yeah, sequences really are just like really fast, honestly. But yeah, we follow Peter and what he's like looking through, like he said, he was like looking through files and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's they a were really all... weird sequence because, yeah, what, yeah, because he, he, uh, um, he opens up, uh, the file and it seems to be a picture of a house. Um, and then we get it, then it, then it jumps to like another fucking flash, uh, or real, or real quick, uh, we uh we real quick actually we get a shot of two random people burning the dead security guard's body yeah that that's like so it's like yeah so many things happen in this just like short like three minute span it's like rapid fire like i know it's fucking crazy because the dude that's like burning that body it's like he's a funny looking fucking like he's a classic like 80s look he's got like a, a you, you can tell he has like a leather on he's he, it's at night he's watching this body he just lay lit you know just lit on fire he's wearing sunglasses he's he's got like a dangly earring <laughs> he looked like he tried out for the lost boys at some point oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a really fucking quick sequence that, that you get introduced to whoever that fucker is and then but it, it is into, like that it f- is kind of it is kind of interesting though because you would think in a typical situation if you were a business owner uh and a dead body fell missing an eye fell through a roof bed on your desk that you would like you know call the police or yada 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 but he his way of taking care of it is to call someone and have them burn it so you're like yeah. hmm, you know there's got to be 
something going on here. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. There's something but fishy afoot. We jump to probably the most pointless, stupid, fucking unnecessary scene of the movie. Yeah. Um, just a really long scene, a flashback of uh, Peter and I mean, er, Peter, uh, Eric and Melody uh, getting frisky and fucking. Yeah, um, it's 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 just like it, it takes forever. It feels like it's super passionate. And then she you can tell it's starting. It becomes like a dream, of, uh, you know, like right before it ends, because she like imagines him getting like swallowed up by fire or whatever. You, you mean a nightmare? Nightmare, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but that, if, that's, if that's just a dream, you got problems. <laughs> yeah, because because it, it's like interspersed with shots of like an obscured figure with the earring setting fire to a match, and then yeah, the end of it is uh, Eric looks normal, and then he has like uh, uh, his face the the fire starts and his face is burnt. Yeah, um, and then she just wakes up drenched in sweat uh screaming and it was obviously a nightmare but yeah it was just such a long unnecessary scene essentially to have a sex scene and, so, and another pair of tits in the movie yeah it just took exactly that's kind of what i felt like i was like oh well uh but yeah so you know eventually uh you end up what back at the mall she wakes because like, it's she the, wakes next up, yeah. the next day the next day back at the mall uh yeah. We've run into we've run into Peter first, who uh, um, meets up with Buzz, and yeah. Buzz tells him he has a scoop for him. Um, and uh, we also get a hilarious shot of uh, of Eric, like in his like uh, like underground lair or whatever you want to <laughs> call it, and he's he's using a punching bag. You're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like there's a random shot of him, like kickboxing a punching bag yeah. super yeah. quick yeah. yeah while wearing uh, the mask and, uh, yeah. and and everything you know yeah it doesn't seem you know uh yeah he is wearing the mask and a fucking hat like yeah it's just you ridiculous take the mask off uh, yeah. come then on we get bro a, you're in your lair i like that. then we get a quick shot of uh harv and Accardi, uh ken foray's character and he's ken foray's rambling off a list of all these different missing or stolen items from the mall and they're all yeah. things that that we've either seen eric took or you can obviously assume that eric took he also uh brings up um the uh how the, the two security guards aren't there and harv has a great line where uh 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 he because he brings up he uh, cardi brings up the uh the perverted one that died first he's like do you know where he's at and uh and harv goes oh he i fired him <laughs> this fucking guy yeah he also dude, he oh, what's it, like oh my god it, they had to go there uh we also have another quick scene just showcasing kind of more of justin being a piece of shit oh yeah the arcade yeah although his dad is rich and owns a mall what does he do in the arcade dude he's a scuzz he waits for the like the the employee <laughs> to walk scu- off he's <laughs> and, <a> scu- <laughs> and he like jams a screwdriver into the pinball machine like coin thing you know where where you pop the coins in and he like opens it up and like rips out a bunch of change out of it what a fuck yeah, yeah dude like fuck you rich boy get out of here 
He's just doing it for the thrills, you know. Yeah, he's wearing a leather jacket yeah. in this scene too, though, so you definitely know he's a bit of a bad boy. It's like I mean, it's firmly established now. I I get that because uh, I mean, I definitely used uh, to do stupid shit just for the thrill. Yeah, just absolutely. for the thrill. <laughs> uh, well, but but then you have another really great oh, yeah. moment, dude. That's oh kind of God. it. Like it's immediately that followed up with Eric doing some more exercises in his oh lair. Oh my God, he's like a. <laughs> Motherfucking Donatello over yeah, here. I'm just gonna say that he's 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 got a bow staff and he's like <laughs> like <laughs> practicing like roundhouse kicks and shit. You're like, what is going on? It's so good. And yeah, you're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Dude, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Motherfucking Kung Fu expert, man. Kung Fu Eric, yeah. Yeah, dude. Kung Fu Eric. Can't. We also. don't want to mess with him. No, we get another good little interaction, quick interaction between Harv and his dirtbag son. Um, <laughs> his dirtbag son. <laughs> he just like, he's like, uh, Justin's like walking up and he's like throwing a soda from hand to hand. And Harv walks up and fucking Justin opens it and just blasts oh Harv. God, the f- it was either a soda or a beer. I couldn't tell what it was. Either way, you're but right. God. It just like sprays all over Harv. He's- dude, if that was my kid, I would have slapped the living piss out of him. Yeah, dude. I would have been like, you're fucking done here, son. <laughs> that wasn't an accident. He did that on purpose. Exactly. I would have. If, if I was Harv and my grown son did that, I would have bitch slapped him. Dude. Um. Real. But then we kind of get, you know, we so we've seen Eric, you know, have a couple kills, do some karate. We get another wrinkle <laughs> to his character, kind of another <laughs> wrinkle to his character here, where he pops in a tape, um, a song, a really sad, somber song called "Heart of Darkness" comes on. He, oh my god, that song plays so many times. <laughs> he, he he also pops in a VH, uh, and this movie like really uh, like takes you back. Because it, it, it reminded me of the days of burning, like having a VHS tape and burning like TV shows on him or recording. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he has a, a VHS tape labeled Melody. And it's all these different recordings of her in the mall over the past day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah. like he's got a lot of recordings of her, but there's like her in an elevator. It's like just all these different shots all over the mall. And the, and the song is really, really shitty. Oh, dude, there still ain't no way to say goodbye. Uh, I, I don't. I don't recognize the song. I don't either. I just. I just. The only I recognize it from having watched this. Well, like you said, you've already times. seen it three times. I, so that's yeah. what I mean. Like that's why it's. It's like it's such a, when it kicks in. Every time it kicks in, it's so ridiculous. I just love it. It's like this. It's just a classic ballad, you know, like fucking yeah. power ballad esque thing. It kind of sounds like. Um, kind of sounds like it it's kind of sounds like a really like bad like journey cover band oh yeah exactly it's yeah it's it's a it's a yeah they'd call themselves a tribute band probably oh <laughs> but, wow but they so, so uh after you know the the melody tape sequence you kind of follow back up with what buzz was trying to oh my god do with peter which like you, he's, he's kind of trying to distract him, I feel like, you know. Well, I mean, 
I guess I didn't think about it like that, but this is kind of like another scene that was, um, oh, okay, never mind. I take that back because at first it seems really random, but then it actually winds up, uh, like the scene actually winds up in a place where you're like, okay, now that now I know why this scene happened because yeah, they go into like, uh, the security room where all the monitors are and, uh, Buzz ends up playing, um, like this Hawaiian, like this Hawaiian tune that probably plays throughout the mall. And we learn that underneath this, there's been subliminal messaging playing saying spending money makes me feel good. Shopping is fun on the camera, but, um, um, Peter ends up seeing someone on one of the, uh, uh, uh TV monitors that he recognizes, um, looks like a security guard with maybe a earring in and my favorite part about this scene is that uh um peter runs off and, uh, and uh he's like where where what store is he in and buzz goes oh he's in a sam goodies yeah you know? dude <laughs> i thought it was fucking you great too long- i was like jesus shout out to sam goody man you know how long it's been since i've heard the fucking studies dude it's been years for real though Oh man, I mean, I I remember when Sam Goody became like the music, the the mall's music store in Wenatchee. It used to be before that the only music store that was in there was it was a Camelot Music, and mm. uh, yeah, then Sam Goody became like I think it was literally in the same spot. Like when yeah, Sam it was. Been, I'm pretty sure, but uh, yeah, either way, so yeah. Like you said, Dude, I like remember what I remember when that's I remember uh, when that Sam Goody went out of sale. What I mean, went out of business because uh, um, that was at the time when I was like, I remember for like at one point I had a fucking massive, massive CD collection. Yeah. Uh, but I remember when that Sam Goody was going out of sale, dude, I bought so many fucking CDs there. It was insane because <laughs> there'd be like it'd be like six seven eight dollars you know i was just yeah. like yep 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 dude anyway no it's true man like that's why it's always kind of like weirdly lucky when you find when when one of those stores goes out because he's like okay i'm plucking them up absolutely uh, but yeah so uh this kind of like leads peter to like he said he's like rushing out of the room he gets told it's the sam goody yeah and he uh so he basically he runs over to the sam goody to go you know check out this person that he thinks he recognizes and you still don't really know who this individual is he just looks creepy he just looks yeah he looks like he's uh he's up to no good he's the guy with the dangly earring though so if you you do kind of like you know like that's basically the only giveaway for his character is Mm. like you know but you still really don't know like necessarily like who he is or what actually he has done I mean, he, just, could ju- he could just be a dickhead security guard, like yeah. the new security guard. But, but Peter uh, recognizes him, tries to take like a photo of him in the Sam Goody. He and, actually gets pretty creative. Yeah, yeah. He tries to take like the picture, like in the, the like little shoplifting mirror they they had put up in the corner or whatever. Yeah, he bought he. Yeah, was, that was pretty creative actually. Um, but as he goes to leave, the security guard kind of notices the camera in his hand and kind of. You know, it was a little suspicious and they end up uh, um, uh, have, you know, uh, it's not the most ridiculous chase scene I've ever seen. Um, it wasn't like the chase scene 
like one of the chase scenes in the prophets game or <laughs> in any other movie but they a slight chase, chase scene ensues a couple uh shoppers get knocked over uh by volker is the character's name with the earring yeah um but they end up having this kind of long chase scene to where uh peter ends up you know kind of getting away and he ends up like two stories down from him and uh Peter actually uh, ends up um, running into the mayor and runs over her to take a picture, which is really random. Um, and there's kind of no payoff to the chase scene. Like he just stops, cha- like he he stops chasing him and kind of just gives him like the 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 guard. I mean, kind of just gives him like a dirty eye and walks off. Probably, yeah. honestly, he probably stopped the chase because the mayor was there and was like, you know, I'm gonna get this kid later. Most likely, but you know, one great thing, actually two great things that come out of the chase scene is that at one point Peter gets in an elevator and Volker somehow (laughs) climbs on top of the elevator and hangs off the side. He's like, ah, and he's like, and then, and then at another point, uh, the, the guard runs into like a bot, like somebody wheeling a bunch of boxes, mm. and then just fucking decks mm-hmm. the dude, Cole, Cole knocks him the him, yeah. fuck out. <laughs> You're like, whoa, like yeah. that was extreme. Like <laughs> Jesus that? Christ. But yeah, that was the ele- that was this elevator that uh uh. There's that scene in Chopping Mall where they trick one of the robots into the elevator and with the propane tank and blow it up. Yes. Um, so that's where I recognized it. But uh, so next we. Yeah, that's that's when we get to another quick. Oh shit! And I'm gonna have to edit this part. It's cutting out. Yo. Where uh, Susie enters Melody's paper. Uh, Uh, Hold on. I don't know where you'd get a, a fake eye that looked that realistic. Hold on, we got we got to go back and mention that because we get cut it, like it cut out person. Oh, so we we there's just a quick scene where Susie gets another uh, uh, yogurt. Yeah, sweet um, treat. A sweet treat. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But there's an eyeball in it, and uh, she thinks that it's another one of uh, 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 Buzz's pranks. Just a really, 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 really quick kind of pointless scene. Uh, but it was kind of cool to get the payoff of seeing the eye land into the uh, frozen yogurt mix. It really was like I mean, it was like it was just cool to like you know that they followed through with that. But yeah, it's so it's so funny because she just like pulls it out and just like throws it off to the side, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she's and, like, and presumably I forget, I forget what she says. She's, she's like, like nice. Yeah, she, I think she I think she says something like, "Nice try, Buzz," or something like that. <laughs> Speaking of but why, Buzz, like, you know, there's only two characters I can think of in cinema history, or three, Buzz Lightyear, but, you know, there's Buzz from this, Buzz from <laughs> Home Alone, but what a stupid, why would you name, okay, I take that back, because we went, you went, you had a kid in your class by the name of Buzz, and he was actually a pretty cool guy, but it's just such a weird, oh, like, why yeah. would you, why would you name your kid Buzz? No, I really agree, and even that even applies to that individual, where it's like, I wonder if his parents were just huge Home Alone fans. They were like, they're "Dude, like, he was born before Home Alone came out." <laughs> no way, no way. Yeah, Home Alone came out in like the mid. He was probably, yeah, he. I was. Oh born yeah, you're probably. You're right. You're right. Because that yeah, kid's Ethan's age. 
yeah but anyway but anyway yeah <laughs> so, so we pick back up with melody who's like setting up the restaurant or whatever for her new job and mm -hmm. then she has this moment where somebody clicks on fucking heart of darkness on the jukebox yeah. and she well, just immediately has another flashback yeah because she goes to put a song on but it where we learn like in a yeah, second right. that that um you know she had picked a different song but for some reason that's the song that came on and yeah we do get another goddamn uh 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 flashback uh scene um you know uh it's just like a quick one where it's like uh like her and eric are macking and you know it's another quick like eric's like trying to grab her titty and then like they say something and then like it, it cuts back out because peter enters the restaurant room it was like yeah. it's, it's, it's like another like really inconsequential flashback you're just sort of like what is this <laughs> like, yeah there it, i guess it was just more it was i guess it kind of was just more to drive home the fact that this song you know was maybe song. was their song essentially yeah but yeah peter comes in and tells her about you know uh, uh running into the guy that he thinks um is the guy taking a picture of him that he's gonna develop it uh um and show him later and then she ends up talking about how all these weird things have been going on yeah. you know the flowers what she saw she brings up the dress and then brings up the the jukebox and and she thinks something weird is going on and she she mentions that she thinks it's almost like eric's still around yeah which is like it'd be so creepy like if that start if all that shit started happening like i mean you're, you're not being, wrong if you're being honest like like it wouldn't just be coincidence at that point you know right uh, and but yeah then peter tells her about like that photo and she's you know like she kind of you know is like oh yeah i'd like to take a look at it when you develop it mm -hmm. and that's when we kind of uh end up having a quick scene with like the mayor and um what's his name arcade uh, Arcardi. Arcardi, uh where they're like walking through the mall courtyard it's like it's really like it's like the fancy part of the mall apparently yeah there's, there's like a, a pianist yeah <laughs> yeah dude this is a dude yeah just sitting what, there just yeah. playing what, playing the piano <laughs> what i've never seen a mall where there's a pianist you know just playing some you know it's wild but yeah they're, they're saying dude it's like mall culture is just like they took it seriously because <laughs> they're, they're basically talking about the mugger and how uh you know he he uh be on the lookout for someone with a limp and who you know got shot with an arrow and you know <laughs> potentially anyway yeah and uh they, so they do that that the pianist uh like finishes his song um and goes on break and we do see that he's actually walking with the limp um he heads into the employee bathroom and <laughs> dude it's so fucking good uh, like so he goes in the bathroom but then you also see this cut scene of eric unscrewing like a pipeline and when there's like some sort of he has a bag and there's like it's hissing and kind of moving so you you, you can gauge that there's a, a snake in there of sorts but you're just like what the fuck is about to happen yeah and it's it's just such a good payoff so like you know what i mean like 
Because like, because you do find out that the the pianist like he takes off his coat and you find the fucking arrow wound in his shoulder. It's like bleeding profusely, dude. It's like yeah, and and uh, yeah. So yeah. So what happens to him though, dude? So like, so, he, <laughs> so good. So he ends up he ends up sitting down on the toilet to, to uh, I'm guessing to take a shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know the lights turn out and it's actually really cool. So the lights turn out. Um, he flicks on a lighter to like create a, a, a light source. Uh, out of nowhere, a fucking cobra oh my like, God. pops up between his legs, uh, 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 lunges, bites him on the dick, <laughs> and the like. As he's screaming, the lighter flicks off, and you're like, "Whoa!" Like, uh, <laughs> it wasn't the most obviously because it was just a snake bite. It wasn't like the goriest, like. Uh, uh, bloodiest death you'll ever see, but it is one of the more creative, uh, oh, yeah. uh, 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 unique kills that you're gonna see in a horror movie. Oh, dude, it, it it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Like I haven't seen something really like, just like they just they just throw it in there like that. Like it's so fast too, but like, well, so a dying on the toilet would be awful, but yeah. b I don't know what could be more possibly humanly terrifying than taking a shit and a cobra just pops up between your legs like you'd be, you'd be dead you'd be fucked what the fuck are you gonna do that's what i'm saying dude that's what i'm saying because you hear that's because it's like a uh uh that's like a uh uh uh, uh like an urban legend of sorts you oh know? yeah the reptile in the sewer yeah kind dude, of I, a, I, I love dude i love how he right as the snake's going down to bite him in the dick, he just goes, No! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way he says it is why I watched this scene like fucking five times. Like, I was just like, It's just so fucking funny. It's a great expression, but uh, I, I'm not referring to the reptile in the sewer. I'm talking about like, there's, uh, I'm actually pretty sure it's happened where people have actually had snakes come up. Uh, through their toilet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I do. Yeah, I mean that has that has happened. And, and that's Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? You're just taking a shit. Next thing you know, a snake fucking. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, dude. Starts tickling you. Ooh. But um. So, anyway, so that's that was a great way to die. It's such um, a good death. It's like it's. I mean, like it's just one of my favorite things in the movie yeah so now we see that you know the restaurant that melody works at is kind of popping now um buzz and Susie are there and so is peter and eric also happens to be looking on through a video and audio feed um that he has set up uh peter has now developed the picture um but it's really blurry and peter talks about how he thinks it all ties into something uh and he's gonna call her later uh 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 you know, to, to talk about it. Um, then we get a great, (laughs) I was just going to say, go for it. Then we have another perfect Eric scene, man. (laughs) (laughs) He gets all like frustrated at what he's seeing. And then it's just so great. Cause it's like, he like store, he's like storming away. And then you see this, it's just a shot of like a 10 pound weight. And he like picks it up and starts like aggressively lifting it in the mirror. Oh my god, dude! And but then he ends up like he gets mad. He gets mad because he notices his face again, and then he's like, "My face is fucked up." And 
then he smashes the mirror of course but it's just so funny like the dude just like huffing and puffing in his fucking cave down there yeah it's pretty great dude yeah um so now 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 uh the next thing that happens is uh you know justin is at the mall um he's kind of creepily hanging out outside of Susie's work um while you know while he's doing that Accardi uh, you know tells Harp about it and um you know how maybe he should go handle it discreetly um Justin ends up walking in and starts hitting on 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 Susie like he, he's uh, I forget what he says first but he starts hitting on her and you know she's very clearly not into it um but he still like aggressively continues uh to hit on her and i'm really i I thought this scene was gonna go in a different direction i'm really glad it didn't go into like uh uh him trying to like assault her sort of sort of scene yeah but uh harv ends up showing up uh justin tries to play it off like he uh was doing some shopping um and then harv tells him to get the hell out uh i want to see her face till after the opening right and we we kind of follow we continue to follow uh, uh, Justin for a little bit because we see, uh, you know, he's uh, kind of a rebel. You know, he's walking through the mall. He's light, he's smoking a cigarette, and uh, he he randomly uh, happens upon a skateboard that's just <laughs> sitting there. And you're like, oh my god, where's this gonna lead? Um, naturally, he uh, 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 grabs the skateboard, um, and uh, we also see at this time that Eric is crawling through the vents and seems to have some rope in his hand. Yeah, dude. Um, another shock moment for Eric for sure. Uh, oh my god, it's truth though. But yeah, see, dude, and like, so it's like, it's just so funny because he, you know, he's just Justin's just like in the courtyard or whatever, just fucking tearing it up. Well, you know? he's not really doing any tricks, but he's, he's I mean, that's kind of that's he's like he's like. It's like 80s style skating. Yeah, it's more like 80s, like uh, flat, like flat ground style, where he's doing like 360, like manual type things. Uh, yeah. But dude, this is so great. <laughs> this, yeah, this whole sequence is fucking <laughs> wild, man. Like, you know, because like quickly into this, like Eric shows up, and you find out exactly what he does with that rope. He just from the top of the damn escalator like a fucking cowboy. He just like lassoes (laughs) Justin around the neck with this rope and starts dragging him kind of like onto the escalator. But then he puts like because he puts like the rope in the escalator and top of it, yeah, yeah. And so it's just like starts pulling uh, uh, not Eric, but starts pulling Justin Justin and. You know, basically another sort of like quasi like fear that they people had for a really long time, like the escalator thing. You know, bingo. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, dude. It's he gets he gets dragged to the top and ultimately uh, uh, he gets strangled and killed. But yeah, dude, I remember being a kid and like, uh, you know, I remember my si- like the first time that happened, like uh, my sister being like. Oh, don't let your clothes get caught in there. You're gonna get pulled in there and shredded up. And that was like a legit fear of mine for a little while. Yeah, dude. Uh, I remember like uh, mall rats used to make made fun of it, like a like in that movie a couple of times where there was this like you know, they, in the background you'd hear like a kid getting like fucking injured on the escalator, and one of the characters would just be like, "How many fucking kids like don't know how to use the escalator?" Escalator. <laughs> but, right. 
No, yeah, it's dude, good. It's, it's, it's a it's great a, fucking sequence in there. It's another creative uh, uh, kill. It's pretty. Dude. It's pretty odd. Just just the scene of him rolling up like fucking Zorro and like <laughs> <laughs> and roping him is <laughs> and just him like the skateboard like. Like, oh man, it's just, dude, you, you, we can't do it justice. It's just so absurd. It's so great. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of uh, just right off of that, you sort of follow up, you know, Pete and Peter and uh, Melody are leaving the, the, the mall together while Eric's dragging Justin's body through the vents. Yeah, they're yeah they they end up getting into a, into a, one of one of their I'm assuming it's Peter's car because he gets in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about how uh, he has one more thing that he needs to find out, and they're gonna do that tonight. Um, they end they're talking, and he he and he wants her to tell him exactly what happened that night, and so you know uh, she ends up telling the story of how, and this happens you know with some flashbacks too how they if they get back to his house. Uh, at 11 at night and how the developers like uh, all these houses in the neighborhood the developers wanted the houses condemned so they leave a notice on his door she talks about how his parents were asleep so they go into his room and start doing hanky he gives her orchids uh, and play their favorite song which were some of like the flashbacks that we got later you know I mean earlier and uh, they start you know doing the hanky panky and uh, um all of a sudden, she, she talks about how out of nowhere, you know, she because she, while she's telling the story, she's like, "Are you sure you want to hear this next part?" And <laughs> Peter's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Well, you know, we were doing, you know, um, apparently out of nowhere, the fire starts raging, and you know, uh, Peter, uh, um, being the, I mean, Eric, being the guy he is, he bashes out his window and he go, he lifts melody out first saving her first and he ends up getting pinned by like a um a dresser that falls uh she makes it out uh but she falls and hits her head and falls unconscious and he gets trapped in the house and she says that the last thing that you remember seeing is the guy with the earring standing above her and it shows him with uh, some matches and a can of gasoline so yeah you're like okay well now we finally you know fully know like what happened in a year ago yeah exactly and it's a fuck i mean that's fucking crazy and uh, to think that like you know uh, that dude tried to like light her on fire uh, just to finish the fucking job yeah that's what yeah that's what you think yeah you know like that's crazy these people are fucking crazy yeah this this leads peter to uh uh come to a conclusion you know that he thinks that someone is covering up for him but who uh she brings up uh that she you know she she mentions it could possibly be harv uh you know um you know hiring the guy to get eric and his family out of the house which you know it's quite a conclusion to jump to she also met she also talks about you know what if eric didn't die in the fire and peter talks about how you know that would explain a lot of things and you know um he well, says he, that he wants what's up oh uh, yeah i was just gonna say peter you know like he's like he's like well there's one way to prove that like of course and what's that way they're gonna prove it oh you know just go do some light grave robbing <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but you know after he mentions that they you know they should prove it by checking uh, his grave out of nowhere a, a gun uh, gets put to Peter's head 
Um, and it's that goddamn security guard. He yeah. pulls him out of the car. Uh, and, you know, I, I thought it was going to be kind of one of those things where the security guard, like, uh, um, like we don't like they, they are. I thought it was going to be one of those situations where they suspect the security guard for a while before they finally realize that this is the guy. I thought this was going to be a scene where like he arrests Peter or not arrest, but like detains Peter, uh, for the situation earlier, but he just flat out comes out and looks at, at, uh, Melanie and is like, do you remember me? Um, and basically, um, you know, reveals, you know, that he's this person they think he is. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like you, you just like confirm their suspicions there, bud. but Peter has another smart moment here because what, what does Peter do to, Oh yeah. He like, uh, he uses his camera to sort of, it was like a solar flare like Krillin does in Dragon Ball Z. It's like he like flashes the camera on the guard and like blinds him temporarily. Enough time at least for them to get back in the car and drive off. Well, he also delivers the one of the worst looking punches at like is it the punch totally if you if you uh, go back and watch carefully, the punch totally whiffs. Cuz yeah, he, <laughs> he uses the flash to like uh, uh, startle him and then he punches him but the, I'm telling you the punch totally whiffs uh, it's hilarious See, Peter's not much of a fighter well yeah but yeah they get in their, <laughs> they, they get in their car uh, uh, Volker gets into his car and um, and uh, makes a call you know to over the intercom to uh, Accardi basically saying you know the details of the car we get a really long another like kind of like overly long chase scene uh um uh but they end up like we don't need to really go into the details of that but uh, chase scene's um, great great either way but uh, we we at least get one car flip i don't think anything catches fire unfortunately yeah well no something does oh but yeah just so, so oh it's true end, holy shit so peter and uh and because the the first part of the chase scene happens like in the parking garage, oh my uh, God, this movie. Pe yeah. Peter and Eric end up making it out first, uh, and um, Volker comes out next, and we see that like Eric was like perched uh, um, on like a structure nearby, and he actually jumps onto the roof of Volker's car. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happens? <laughs> Well, that's like, I mean, that's like, it just gets fucking hog wild, right? So, like, it all culminates into Volker driving, like, into, like, a, I don't know, like, it's like a, a ramp of some sort. Like, a per it's a perfectly placed, it's happened in so many movies. It's like a perfectly placed pile of dirt that's essentially a ramp. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, it just it lines right up. It's like a demolition derby. He comes, like, flying over crashes into some cars that are parked there and that's where you, that's where the fire the fire kicks on like he crashes and the car of course ends up on fire in the next the Exploding. next time you see it yeah he because he he narrowly makes it out it's um, so, yeah he, yeah, he like, climbs out and it shows eric like kind of crouched away from the from it watching watching it yeah the car explodes and ends up causing like a chain reaction where the car next to it explodes and um uh so although i'm not surprised uh you know i, I thought we'd maybe make it a, a, a stretch of a couple movies without uh an unnecessary uh car explosion scene 
but i love them they're 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 they're, i'll never grow tired of it it's such a great cliche oh yeah but then that jumps right from that scene into peter and fucking melody like digging up a grave but there's so much about this movie we keep saying it but there's so much about this movie that just sort of happens like rapid fire like you said earlier blink of an eye yeah because next thing you know there he's already like five feet deep in the grave like already at the coffin yeah um but we see that you know their their uh assumptions uh were correct there's not a body inside yeah um yeah. And that's when they meet like the next scene is like them at the mayor's house talking to the mayor. Yeah. You know, being yeah. like you being like, We believe that this, you know, house was burned down on purpose. Yeah, they t- yeah, they talk about how they think Harv is responsible for the fire. She calls that, you know, a heavy accusation, which is true. Um, and they also talk about how they think Eric is alive. And um she talks about how, you know, it's hard for her to accept that and uh you know she tells them to find eric you know yeah. that's how that's how she'll believe them <laughs> well then go find him <laughs> yeah i mean it's like a tough sell if you're being honest but it then you know that's immediately like that goes spills right into the scene where you know harv just is like you know ridiculing yeah he's berating uh volker or whatever for you know fucking up the the whole you know moment they had with peter and now he's just like this is when he kind of you know volker doesn't take his shit all the way he lets him yell at him for a little bit but then he's like you know he tries to get a little strong with him and he grabs him by the arm mm-hmm. you know asserts his dominance a bit Let's the most yeah. interesting man in the world know that he can probably kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, and then Har, you know, he Har tells him to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get another. It was it's really, really quite similar to the uh, flashback scene of the, of uh, Eric and Melody fucking earlier. We get another flashback scene of that, mm-hmm. uh, but this one uh, turns out to be another nightmare scene, which I kind of saw coming, but. It starts out with uh, uh, Eric and Melody in bed, but then Eric turns into Peter, but then Peter turns into the guard, and yeah. Melody wakes up, you know, screaming again. It's you know, does not seem like a pleasant reoccurring kind of dream. No. And then, he, <laughs> and then he, that's when you cut into like again, just like like you know, boom, boom, boom. Like Eric's like messing with like what what is it like? Well, he's he, like. He's in a pump. It looks like he's in like a pump room. Yeah, you know, it's or... like some sort of like hydraulics or like, you know, some sort of hosiery. Oh, yeah. And, and so you're just like, he's fucking with more shit. That's the thing well, I keep he's... thinking about. Like, he's not just like lurking around the mall. He's like fucking with things in the mall. Like... Well, because well, this is when he sets up the bomb. That motherfucking bomb, dude. Yeah, he's, dude, he just, yeah. Every time you get a glimpse of his like fucked up like the side profile of his face or anything like that they did they did you can tell they did they did some like decent work on it like you can't you don't you don't get like a full shot for a really long time but like you catch like things like you know like underneath the hat and stuff and you're in that moment where he's setting up the bomb like you catch like more of the side profile it's just yeah i don't know it's 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 pretty cool actually yeah no they they, yeah there's some good effects in this movie but yeah he fucking sets up a bomb you're like holy shit july 4th man it's gonna be a yeah. banging party yeah no pun intended but now so yeah so anyway Vol- we see that volker uh is kind of you know melody's at work and volker is there like menacingly looking at her 
um, she runs off to use a payphone to call Peter. And while that's happening, Volker runs up and, um, you know, uh, and they get in a tussle. She spits in his face, knees him in the dick, but it's not enough. He ultimately um, gets the upper hand and drags her away as she drops a pair of keys. Ah, uh, yes, the keys. Yes. Uh, yeah, and so he drags her, you know, and this this is, the, the you know, uh, while he's dragging her away, you get another cut of Eric must must be, he must have known his spider sense was tingle and he goes crawling through the pipe work to get to meet them where they're at. Mm. And it's like some sort of, you know, dumpster area uh, that you see Volker dragging Melody into. Yeah, and it, it seems to have like a box crusher, like an automatic box yes. crusher. You're and, like, hmm. But, you know, a great fucking sequence. Oh my god, dude. All that oh hard work my. pays off, buddy. All that so. karate training. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow, uh, that's all I could th- think of is this scene is like, dude, I wonder how long they spent uh, uh, like choreographing um, this scene because it is so over the top with all the karate kicks. It's, oh it's my just... God, dude. We're not going to be able to. Uh, 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 I say this all the time, and I already said it earlier in, in this podcast, but we're not going to be able to do this scene justice. No, there's at least five roundhouse kicks in this scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. There's a, a moment where Eric almost gets the axe. It's like he, like you know, he's like almost getting the blade, and he like shoves the guy back off. It's a classic moment, but yep. eventually. Yep. It seems like Volker has the upper hand. You think? Uh, and there, you know, he's kind of gotten Eric sort of like pinned down right as yeah, as the viewer, you know that the that that like Yeah, they accidentally press the button is like starting to pot come down and so you know, with inhuman strength. Mm-hmm. Eric mm-hmm. fucking holds up the crusher door and yeah. pushes it back up just enough to give him the room to fucking knock Volker and switch him in his places, basically. Dude. And, oh my yeah. god, dude. Like, dude gets it, fucking crushed. Gets like, brutally decapitated. It's yeah, amazing. Dude. It's so good because they follow through with it. Like, like not only do you see the shot of like the body, you know, getting its head chopped off, a like, kind of twitching, but then it cuts really quick to like the shot of like the head falling completely off the body into the trash. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. It was so fun. I, mean, I don't that's, think that's the thing. I, dude, this movie had like has creative deaths up and down it. You know. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think it was as good as the uh um compactor kill uh an intruder but it was pretty oh, solid. No. Oh no, dude. The intruder one was That's, that's one of my that... favorite. Yeah. That but dude Intruder has some of the gnarliest dude that movie's amazing. But anyway, so Peter uh shows up at Melody's work finding Buzz uh uh kind of you know like have you seen Melody sort of type of deal. Um, Peter runs off, and now we see that uh, Harb is talking with a, a Cardi about the party. A Cardi with the, <laughs> wow, <laughs> talking to Cardi and he, talking about how he, this party is to impress investors, and that security needs to be a little less conspicuous. Which is, I, I was just another 
pointless scene, uh, really, essentially. However, mm -hmm. when he goes to get his jacket, he finds something behind it. Oh, yeah. He finds the severed head of his former uh, bodyguard guy. Or yeah. Volker's fucking decapitated head is there just dude. once again like dude how quick is Eric with just like flying through this mall that's what I'm saying man like well and that on top of like just like you like I said like the the fucking strength he just exhibits like you're just like Jesus dude what happened to this guy yeah uh so yeah, we forgot ridiculous. to mention we forgot to mention you know that uh you know wh while that whole fight between um Eric and Volker was going on. Melody was unconscious. Uh, so she wakes up, you know, uh, in um, Eric's underground lair. You know, she's really confused with her surroundings. She sees framed pictures of her. She see, she from the back, she can see this guy lifting weights. But she, you know, she she knows it's Eric. You know, she, she walks up to him. He reveals his face. Uh, he talks about how he was watching over her and how no one can will ever hurt her, you know. And she ends up touching his face. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a cute, like a touching moment. Um, but you know, it, it, it doesn't stay that way forever. Um, but again, the make like the the makeup job on his face is so fucking good when he reveals it, like the fucking wild, like the uh, the way the eye looks and like all the scar tissue, like. It is really solid. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, um, uh, Peter tries to uh, talk to the mayor about if she's seen Melody, but Harv pulls the mayor away because they're, you know, trying to uh, entertain these guests. Um, and we follow up with Buzz and Susie, who have gone to the security control room. Um, you know, uh, presumably they want to, you know, maybe look on the camera, see if they can find Melody, but they. They, first, they have to uh, lure the, the this and the security guard that's in there now. We haven't seen. He's like a completely new security guard. Yeah, but they have he, to they have to lure him out of there. Um, yeah, he just, like the, <laughs> the guard like just lights up a fresh stove, and then Buzz gets a brilliant idea, which is so. I mean, it's such a Polly Shore thing. Uh, and again, this is like I feel like this is like one of the beginnings of things from like he would pull from later on you know in terms yeah, of yeah like, yeah like this is but like so <laughs> buzz's great idea is to go and just get on the camera and at first he does this like he kind of pulls up his shirt a little bit and like rubs his nipples <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like and then like just straight drops trout and like like moons the, the camera and then runs off down the hall you know. With his ass still exposed, yeah. yeah, and it definitely it works. It lures the security guard out, and yes, so him does. and Melody are able to get in to you know to the camera room. Yeah, uh, it's such a it's just such a funny random ass moment, dude. Like, it is pretty funny, and, and it totally funny. totally reminds me of something I probably would have done when I was younger. Fair. Um, and they so they end up seeing you know those you know we mentioned those keys. Uh, um, that melody dropped earlier susie ends up seeing the keys dropped on the floor and so they leave the security room to go you know check that out um yeah. but we go back to eric and melody now and you know um he talks about how he's always he always had that place below his house that he used to work out in it was a special place 
Um, and then, cause they're still, they're still like, uh, uh, they're still jovial here. You know, they're still like, you know, they're, oh, she's still, uh, happy that he's alive type of deal. But he tells her that, uh, he has something he wants to show her. And he goes over to a rack full of women's clothes and wants her to try some on. Uh, yeah. And she tells him that she can't. And, uh, you see Peter on the monitor and, and Eric asks, is it's him, isn't it? And gets fucking angry brings up the past and how they had a vow to never let anything tear them apart. You know, she talks about how things have changed and obviously, you know, they have. Oh yeah. I mean, and he, but he just runs off in a fucking, just runs off pissed. Yeah. Like, dude. Just like straight down the tunnels. He goes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like one of those, you know, that moment's happening, going to happen because it's the Phantom of the Opera, you know, play on the Phantom of the Opera. Of course. And of it, course. Yeah. It's just kind of a funny scene. Uh, obviously, and then it kind of cuts with uh, Buzz and Melody. They know they're following up, you know, with the, you know, with the keys and everything. Susie, Buzz Susie, Susie. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but you know, you also so like, you know, you kind of follow up with them really quick, and then you find out where Eric heads, and Eric heads straight into like a sporting goods store. And it's really funny when he gets out of the vent, he like drops down onto some bags and gets all mad and like smacks him around a bit. You know, clearly he's frustrated. But Peter sees him. Mm-hmm. And tries to approach. Yeah, he sees him through like the the because Peter's obviously in the mall, and he sees him through like a storefront window. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of see that you know, uh, you know, Melody's in the down in the lair. Uh, Buzz and Susie go into a vent to head down there. Um, you know, Peter ends up. You know, Eric Eric grabs whatever he grabs in the sporting goods store. It's kind of hard to see, um, but uh, you know next thing we see that you know peter uh goes through the he's in the storefront he he goes into the vent too um so every all these characters are like going to be in the same vicinity very closely yeah um meanwhile we we cut back up to the party uh and see that you know the uh harv and the mayor seem to be enjoying themselves uh and this is when we see eric he goes back to the bomb and wires it up setting it to detonate 31 minutes and and you know the time starts counting down oh yeah and so that's when you know at this point you're definitely like okay this movie's like you know mm-hmm. you're, you're about to find out where this movie's headed but yeah it's like like you said there's like so now there's multiple characters crawling around the vents eric's mm-hmm. like fucking with them at this point like knocking on the walls oh to, for peter yeah he's yeah. like luring him somewhere well, and he does, he like, like get Peter falls through like a grate, uh, you know, and gets kind of discombobulated and eventually finds the manhole that like Eric crawled out of earlier after he got mm-hmm. mad at a uh, melody. Mm-hmm. And, and then you find, you see that he's like back down there with melody and he's like all up in her face, like shaking her and shit. And like, you know, oh, this Eric, is, yeah, yeah this, you know, classic, like this is all for you kind of shit. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I did this for you. So we could, I did this so we could be together. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, she mentions having a life up there, which is a really good point. Um, and he, but he has a line where he goes without me, you have no life, which, you know, you know, for a while there, although, you know, he was killing people, his intentions, you know, were to look over her and watch over her. But now he's crossed over into the really creepy controlling, uh, 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 
sector of toxicity in relationships. Uh, He also mentions that once I've destroyed what's above, I'll join you here and that we'll be together forever. Um, And that's, you know, she, she learns about the bomb. Um, And then we, we see that Peter, you know, he's still crawling through whatever areas it area he's in. He seems to uh, like step on a tripwire and the snake is back. Oh my god, yeah, dude. The fucking cobra's back at it. Uh, well, because, yeah, because, like, he, like, it, like uh, he trips on, like, sets off something that, like, closes one door or, like, a grate and, like, forces him a different way, like, past the cobra. Uh, but, yeah, it was just kind of funny that they brought the cobra back, honestly. Yeah. You know but there was I mean? no, yeah, there's really no payoff, though. But no. I guess you, you couldn't have two people die from the same cobra. I mean, uh, you could uh but either way this eventually leads peter right into eric's lair yeah and then they get into a fucking fight oh my my god it's so good dude another fucking great fisticuffs moment so he (laughs) like my favorite my favorite i think my favorite kick out of this was like so uh well there's two things one (laughs) one he tries uh, peter tries to punch eric at one point and eric just stops him with his hand you know stops his fist and then like shortly after that eric at one like grabs like he hops onto like a little ball low hanging bar and double kicks peter back it's so great it's so (laughs) so but uh oh and at one point eric like uh goes to punch and punches through a tv yeah shatters the tv screen like no there's no way but uh they end up they end up starting a fire and it looks like uh eric you know is getting the better of peter and is about to deliver like possibly the death punch but melody jumps in and talks about uh um no eric i love him all i'm thinking right here is love him okay a, you barely know this guy. B, you've never even been on a date with him or kissed him. You don't even know his fucking last name. How the hell are you in love with this guy already? Oh this my god! Uh, right? Like, this I know it's a crazy, stupid, man. it's a stupid nitpick, but fucking Christ! Nah, that's the truth. It's crazy. What but, do you uh, anyway, Eric stops, and Peter takes advantage of that by uh, uh, punching Eric. Eric falls uh, headfirst into a corner of a table not only knocking his mask off but knocking himself out um and i just realized it's like the third or fourth time and there's like one or two more but there's way too many scenes in this movie where a character falls unconscious yeah it happens quite a lot right uh and that's when uh peter and melody are like they they end up rushing out of the lair past the hissing cobra again uh, <laughs> like a video game level or something no shit uh, and uh you know they try to make their escape um and it's kind of cut in with like a little mix of like you know the mayor uh talking to the the investor crowd up top you know and absolutely um, and then eric getting up he gets up and kind of pursues with you know uh but at some point buzz and Susie cross paths with melody and peter yes yes and they, um, they have a little quick exchange through the grate yeah we also see that now there's 21 minutes left um and peter and melody have made their way back uh up to the mall and they come across the mayor uh they tell the mayor that they need to evacuate and tell her about the bomb but here comes the swerve um 
that you know you could you know it wasn't you know something that was shocking you could see it a mile away but the mayor uh, pulls a, 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 a pistol out of her satchel points it at them you know and tells them i can't let you wreck this nice party uh uh and to turn around and head the way you came. And then we see in a really another really super random scene, Daisy and Buzz come across a Honda motorcycle with a sidecar on it, sitting in the middle of the mall, and it just starts up. Dude, just fires yeah. right up. Yeah, like, come on, no. And they just wa- drive off. It's so wild. You're like, it's what great, the fuck? man. And that motorcycle looks like it looks like somebody designed it in the eighties thinking this was the future too. Yeah, like, totally. But yeah, so like, oh my God, just wild events happen here. Uh, So like you were saying, the mayor has a gun on uh, Melody and Peter at this point. And like they're back up in like Harv's office, presumably, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, out of nowhere, fucking Eric what real real quick before you get into that i just want to say that it's funny so melody asks while they're why they're working together and um uh i I just love the mayor's response she says i'm a major stockholder in the mall that means major profits this is my ticket out of here that was her reason for covering up an arson and murder yada 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 but yeah dude what happened what get your ticket out of here man yeah but like you said, Eric just happens. How does Eric show up? Dude, he just like he was. He just pops the fuck up and through the vent to that like same vent that he had probably dropped the body earlier from. Yeah, yeah. and then like just in a moment lifts up the mare over oh, over his head oh, oh. and <laughs> just pitches her out the fucking window. This is probably my favorite death. Oh my god, dude! And what I mean, what? Where does she end up? It's man? so great because earlier, like briefly earlier, uh, part of the speech that you're talking about that uh, 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 Harv was talking about, he mentioned um, about you know the the uh, this isn't complete until we've shown you the uh, the Midwood Spire. So <laughs> you're kind of like, what is it? What? But anyway, yeah, he uh, Eric pops down through the vent, Cole Cox. Uh, Peter knocking him out. So that's yeah. another unconscious person. <laughs> yeah, dude, he just picks up the mayor, hucks her through a window. She falls like three or four stories and gets impaled through the chest on a small scale model of the spire. It is <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah, dude. It's fucking great, man. It's, uh, and it's like such a great classic kind of shot where, you know, the body being like impaled and the blood, the blood work mm-hmm. was just great. Um, but then shortly after that, like, so like right after that, Melody tries to make a run for it and somehow ends up like in the rafters of the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Super like, weird. And Eric's in pursuit, you know, they're really high up mm-hmm. and, like i don't even know like I, i'm just like why the fuck did you go up there uh but at one you know eventually like at one point she you know falls down and like it's like holding on to the fourth of july banner as she's mm-hmm. like dangling down and ripping and peter's trying to rescue her uh eric's just like up there just like wall who is this motherfucking name oh my god ken for a cardi a cardi without the b uh he 
like tries to get Eric in his sights, right? And he's like shooting at him and shit. Like it just like the whole scene just is like devolving fast. Yeah. Right. Because because while this is going on, uh Buzz and uh 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 um Susie. Susie, thank you. They head to the uh the security room again, they get over the intercom and talk about you know, if everyone needs to evacuate, there's a, there's a bomb threat. And like, while, while you mentioned, while this is all happening, while Peter comes to, uh, and, and, and that whole scene is happening, uh, Harv is trying to get guests to say, saying it's a publicity stunt. Um, Peter ends up saving, uh, 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 Melody, like you, like you mentioned, Accardi, uh, misses a couple times, but ends up shooting Eric in the shoulder. Um, and uh there's now 132 and counting left um on the timer and this is great dude this is amazing so okay we recently just watched popcorn right yeah derek rydall's character near the end so it, after all this stuff happens eric sees harb and yells posner which is his last name mm-hmm. he grabs onto the ripped banner and swings down it like fucking Tarzan, which is very eerily reminiscent to the ending in Popcorn, where he rides down something like Tarzan and and sets off the chain of events that kills the, the villain in Popcorn. It's like super similar. Oh my God, dude. It's so true. But yeah, Eric fucking, it's great. Uh, he, he, he rides down like Tarzan blast bashing into harv and sending them flying through a glass uh like window entrance of a store but yeah it's so similar to popcorn dude that's yeah. fucking wild i did not even think about that that's such a good call oh my god dude and uh i mean and you know his interaction with harv is fucking great too right here where it's like you know uh, Harvey's like pleading for his fucking life. Like, all right, let's make a deal. I'll make a cash settlement with you right now. Look what you did to me. Yeah, yeah, you know. dude. And then, I mean, Eric, there's like, you know, on the rack right behind him, it's like a display for weed killing, you know, like those little miniature like flamethrowers that people use to, to burn weeds. And he just like picks one up and just lights Harv the fuck up, dude. And there's a there's a great line that happens because, you know, like you mentioned, Harv's talking about, you know, we can make a, a it was a misunderstanding. Uh, we can we can make a compromise. I, we can make a cash settlement. And yeah. um, he, he Harv says, I said some bad things. I'll eat my words. And Eric goes eat this and then <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> one just go- roasts him dude dude like a fucking but piece further of meat, than that man. further than that what is what does harv kind of stumble into as he's burning on fire what is it? Oh my god, he like runs in like a tank, like a bunch of propane tanks or some shit. Dude. Like, it's like, it's like, why? Yeah, there is. Oh my god, like, of course, there would be some sort of like means to explode, you know? Like, and, yeah, and that's exactly what fucking happens. So, like, the epic shot of like the store exploding because of those propane tanks and harv and like eric just fl- getting flung out of the fucking office like swan diving down off off the fucking side of the on fire building, again you know? yeah uh, yeah again this is crazy it's so yeah. wild but then you to top that 
you even have like another step up where as we said buzz and susie found that radical ass motorcycle with the sidecar in the middle of the mall uh-huh. they just roll up next to peter and melody peter and melody both hop in the fucking sidecar the four of them gun it out the fucking front doors of the mall <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> they make it out they make it outside with seven seconds left to spare but that was so great it was so great and the th- and the fact that it was like Polly shore leading the charge he's driving the fucking yeah! motorbike you know? he's the hero he's the fucking hero and it, oh so good and then the mall just fucking you know the bomb goes off yeah uh yeah and just uh, like completely destroys the fucking mall yeah then we get you know obviously there's Sometime later, there's cops and reporters on the scene. Uh, Peter and Melody embrace and they kiss. Um, you know, and, the, and then the movie ends kind of like on a, 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 a on a note that you would expect. You know, it, it, you, it leads you inside. You can see some of the aftermath of the carnage. You see Eric's badly burnt body covered in rubble. Um, it, the camera pans up towards his face. And it looks like one of his eyes is like, bar- the, his, or his, sorry, his right, his good eye, <laughs> like barely starts to open as the as the end credits start to roll. Yeah, it's you know classic kind of ending for the story. Oh, uh, totally. Uh, but holy shit, man, what a fucking wild ride this one was. Like Dude. honestly, just like all over, this movie was great. Like it, it. it it met every expectation that I had for it in Surpat. Like, I'm just ha- like, you know, because when, when we decided on this, I was like, you know, I've been looking forward to this for so long. Like, am I going to be let down? Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be awful? Or is it going to be one of those movies that's like so bad it's good? Or what, how's this going to lie? And, yeah. you know, so when you when you had watched it first and texted me and said, hey, man, like, uh, you're in for a fucking you're in for a, 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 a good time. Like I was like, you know, I'm just, yeah, it's yeah, just, dude. like I said, it's, it's way better than it has any right to be. It's yeah. It's just so fucking good, man. Uh, I, I, like I said, I, I've watched this like through a good couple of times now because I've just been like, I don't know. It's just one of those you can put on. And every time you look at it, there's something either entertaining, funny, or like redonkulous happening. And so you just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Uh, but uh, overall though uh, if, if you had to give this like a solid solid rating what, what would you give it hmm. um, I think that I uh, I would give it um, seven and a half um Fuck. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, se- seven and a half. Um, you go first. All right. I got it. Uh, I would definitely give this movie, I would say I'd give it a 12 out of 14 uh, roundhouse kicks in the dirty mm. uh, mall lair. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Some, some roundhouse kicks. Okay. Uh, I think I would give it uh um seven out of ten um unnecessarily long obligatory uh uh nudity uh sex scenes 
Um, Dude, it's so many. Out of ten, because yeah, I, those scenes, bro. God, what's the point? Like, there's fuck. no point. There's no point. Especially because, like, like you pointed out, like two of them were pretty much like the same sequence, and like, yeah, it's overkill. Just enough. Either way, though, I cannot recommend this enough to to people now. Like, this movie's yeah. highly entertaining. It's fucking hilarious. What a it's, weird spin it, on the Phantom of the Opera. Like, it's also like, like super rare to see it on streaming you know what i mean i've been trying to watch this movie forever so now is a chance to see it and i would take advantage of that if you're listening yeah it's on shutter get after it man Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah yeah hell of a good pick um well we got a couple well we'll, we got in you know another movie coming up for next week's episode and uh after that that. we'll kind of establish further yeah because because you know in two episodes it'll be you know episode 60 so yeah you know um you know i I feel like for you know the immediate future it'll probably be just sticking to the you know monster a week format but i feel like you know we we have something there's so many things that i you know the ideas i have that you know anyway yeah we got things in the pipeline so we're 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 gonna keep it rocking Um, oh yeah that's you know without question so yeah damn right all right well hey corn dogs hot dogs if you're a dog uh make sure you follow along i gotta do the obligatory plug follow us at old heart radio listen to the fucking podcast you know it we got mm-hmm. whack arnold's brothers we got under further review we got matinee edition and uh what's the other one mold brain radio starting to churn shit out too so hmm. there you go yeah. uh damn man yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one too. The next movie I think we have set aside is another one I've been kind of having my sights on. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for you. Yeah. You we'll know see what? You he, soon. Watch that fucking horror, everybody. Yeah, please. <laughs>